Did you call bank? I call game. Welcome back to Calling Bank. We are uh, round two of the playoffs. We've got Will here and Damon, who's no longer a special guest. You're just really, you're just part of the podcast at this point. We've made it. Congratulations. We thought we'd tell you this way. Thank you. I started from the bottom. But, uh, yeah. It was either you or Nick, and Nick didn't quite make it, evidently. So. No, Nick's a, Nick's a Miami Heat fan now. Though. Yeah, which was gr- great timing for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to say, though, I do appreciate that you came with your own broom, which was <laughs> super useful. <laughs> um, so let's talk second round of playoffs. Just quickly before we start, OKC and Houston only finished on Thursday. Mm. Denver and Utah, which was... I said this to Will this morning. Those series, you don't watch any of the games. You just watch the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. Because the actual games are just gross. Like, I I would agree with you with Rockets and Thunder, but Mm. I have to say that uh, some of the best basketball I've seen this year came from Utah versus uh, Denver. Wow. Definitely not the the, the not guarding. Defense. Yeah, yeah, also definitely not game seven. Not game seven. But I mean that that series uh, between Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray, that's one for the ages. Uh, I have not seen two players uh, that essentially play the same position uh, going at each other for mm. seven games like that. I don't know if I've ever seen just with the scoring averages, the efficiency, the shot making. That was beautiful basketball. But also, I've got to say, those teams are so well matched. Like you, you, yeah, you it's, have, it's perfect. And the thing that actually tilted the balance for me in that series. I mean, I guess we're going to start talking about this one. But mm-hmm. Gary Harris's reintroduction yeah. to the team, because in Game Seven he was the difference defensively. Mm. Don, Donovan Mitchell on the fourth couldn't get going, and it because it was because of Gary Harris. Yeah. Prior to that, without Gary Harris and without Will Barton, it offset the loss of Bogdanovich, mm. and it made it such an even series yeah. because they do match up They're so well. still missing Barton. But if Bogdanovich is in that series, it's not a series. No. If Will Barton's it's, in that series. No, I'm sorry. I don't know. Bogdanovich is better than both Will Barton and Gary Harris put together. Bogdanovich, depending on how you rank the Jazz players, which is an interesting debate in and of itself, Bogdanovich looked like the second best player he was the Jazz in many of the games this year. But He's the second option. To be fair, if Gary Harris plays from game one, Donovan Mitchell does not score 50. I don't see him getting to 15 no, I agree. of the games. Gary so, Harris matches no, up well true. with Donovan Mitchell. Correct. Which kind of is a good lead-in to the Clippers' first game, where Gary Harris is not a good matchup for the no. much bigger guards. Yes. If you can call Kawhi or Paul George a guard, mm. they're kind of both playing that swingman role. Um, um, can we speak about this very briefly? Like, I don't think we need to dwell on Denver and Clippers, because no. who cares? Clippers are going to sweep them. At best, it might be one game where Jamal Murray goes off. But I mean, I could see this being five. I, I, I see Denver maybe pulling out one game. The thing is, like, How? The, the, How? the Clippers match up so well with every player on uh, Denver's roster except for Jokic. Yep. But yep. Jokic was... Six of fourteen yeah. last game. Yeah. He was minus, he was the worst plus mm. minus on the team. He was minus twenty-four. I've got to say though, the first game, like if you looked at the first quarter, they had the momentum kind of carrying over from game seven. Yeah. That was at least interesting because they were they were mm. tied and then up at certain points. But then I just think that which we're gonna talk about Houston and Lakers, but they just couldn't carry that through. And I think that's yeah. part of the, the short turnaround. And Jokic has never been a player that we've known to be really fit and being yeah. able to go it's, with it's, a quick turnaround. It's, it's a terrible true. matchup, and the Clippers are a much better team. Yeah, I mean, the Clippers barely tried. Kawhi Leonard was insane. He, 29 mm. points. Playoffs Kawhi. He yeah, just gets 12, whatever 16. he wants. He yeah. gets into that mid-range. He has the little turnaround. He just gets whatever he wants. I think this series, if it's, if it's to five, great. Well done to Denver for winning one game. But they may as well just go home now. Yeah, yeah, look, I, I, I agree. I, I just think LA is, as we've said, a much better team. And then now that they're getting some... But they're actually fully healthy. I don't think they are that good of a team. I actually thought the Mavs could have beaten them. 
if they had won game one, which they should have, it was ridiculous send-off of Porzingis. Yeah, it's always hard to say because, like, everyone always says those kind of things. What if the player had gone the other way? But then you don't know how teams respond. But, yeah, also, very but, also, but also, Pat Bev didn't play. That is the guy who would have been marking Doncic. No, no one could have marked. Look, honestly, I, I wonder if anyone in the league can guard Doncic at this point. I think... <laughs> yeah, if, as, if at 20 Kawhi, years old. At 20, which is just insane. 20, if, Kawhi, yeah. if Kawhi Leonard and Paul George cannot guard Luka Doncic, I don't know who in the league can. Oh, Avery Bradley couldn't guard <laughs> But, you know, whatever. He's not in the bubble. We can't look into <laughs> it. He's, yeah, look, that, that, series, that series could have this, very much been an upset. Yeah, this is the this Denver Clippers series is the only series in the second round where I'm like I'm not going to watch any of the games. As bad as it sounds, uh, it's just going to be trash. Whereas the other series, which it's I thought just the had, nature of the matchups. That's yeah, it. that's true. And I think like Clippers and Lakers is a lot better matched. Even Houston but versus also the Clippers. Cl- the Clippers are so deep. Mm. They're just the, the depth on the Clippers is insane. Mm. Like they, they, Reggie Jackson, who would be a starting point guard, probably ten out of the thirty teams in the league can barely crack the rotation. Yeah, and look, they also have sixth man of the year, Montrez Harrell, who was announced today. Um, and Lou right, Williams, Lou Williams can go off at any time. Yeah, uh, Reggie Jackson can actually go off at any time. Landry Shamet. Um, Marcus Morris is shooting fifty-five percent from three. Yeah. Shamet's my guy on that mm. team off the bench. To be completely honest, I think he was like just the dumbest trade by the 76ers. Oh yeah. Um, but Tobias Harris played so well, so you but, know. But look at, I mean, even the way that they got uh, Morris. Yeah, for nothing. It was also a very well, lopsided trade. I mean, we got Markeith, so <laughs> yeah. calm down, guys. Markeith hasn't been as uh, as good. Yeah, I mean, Slash Morris also... As much. Marcus Morris had a great game. He was 7 of 10, 4 or 5 from 3 for 18 points. Mm. That's a, that's probably mm. the best game you're ever going to get for Marcus Morris. It's, it's, it's him doing what he does at the peak yeah. of how he's able to do but it. But also, it's a very different role to what he was doing in New York. You can't expect cool. him to do New York numbers no. when he's touching the ball far less. But yeah. he's a stretch four and can defend. That's yeah. all they really need. That's yeah, very he, true. He defends, rebounds, and shoots threes. Yep. Yep. But he has been hitting his mid-range as well. I've been watching the Clippers throughout the playoffs. Like Marcus Morris has been playing really well. Yeah, he has been. Um, it's been surprising because he wasn't that much mm. of a factor prior. Mm. I think the gel with the Clippers isn't really been tested with this type of team, whereas with the Mavs, Mavs it was tested a bit more because they had a bit of a rocky start to the bubble, as the Lakers for that matter, and the Bucks. I, I think like, you know, it hasn't looked great for the top three no. title favorites. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah. Look, I, I I think the Clippers. Clippers to make it and pass that series. I think we've all in agreement there. Yes, we very much are in agreement. Uh, the next series I want to t- talk about is, I think we'll finish off with the two series that we're more invested in, is the Celtics and the Raptors, which I think so far has been the best series. It's been mm-hmm. absolutely incredible, really tight games. Um, I really thought that Celtics were going to go up 3-0. Yeah. It's good cool. that they're not, uh, but... Wow, that play by uh, Lowry, also by Kemba before. Yeah, two, two three insane on. plays in a row. Was like, you don't really expect anyone to no. shoot a three after that over Taco Fall. I just, I mean, I was watching the game, and as, as that ball was just sailing over the entire like, wow, Celtics so team, I was like, where is Jalen Brown? Yeah. Where is Jalen Brown? It goes into <laughs> OG Ananobi's hands, it goes off, and you just see it go into the basket. And yeah. you have to think about it for a few seconds, and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. It's because... So Jalen Brown essentially ran into... Marcus Gasol set the perfect screen. He did, like, very little the mm. entire game. But that screen literally saved them the game. Mm. Obviously, but, the pass and the shot. But, but and it, it was you, miscommunication. It was, yeah, it was, it was miscommunication. miscommunication. Yeah, it was. If and you actually think about the, the physics of that pass, how precise... If it was off in any way, if it didn't... 
to, to lob a pass that far into the shooter's pocket, into the chest, it's just insane. He also lobbed it over the, one of the tallest, <laughs> if not the tallest player in the there, league, over a great Taco picture. Somebody took a great picture of Kyle Lowry uh, just as he was throwing it and against Taco Fall, <laughs> and it's just comical. Yeah, it's, it's a bit ridiculous, but... I think Celtics should win this series. I don't know what you guys think, but from what I've seen so far, Siakam has not played like a superstar. Lowry and Van Vliet have been good, but not good enough to carry the team. He's shooting horribly. Marcus Saul's been a non-factor. Ibaka's pretty much been a non-factor. Whereas on the other side, Marcus Smart has stepped up. Yeah. Kemba in the fourth is just obscene. Jalen Brown, Jalen Ro- um Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have both been playing fantastically as well. I just don't see the Celtics losing. I can't see them losing yeah. I mean, three of the next four. In this in this game, in game three, if we talk about this one, Jason Tatum went five of eighteen, and they were still up in the last couple yeah. of seconds because the thing is with it, exactly it's he doesn't play well, then Kemba steps up, and in this game, Kyle Lowry had a great game, scoring thirty one points in in this one. But I'm saying with the Celtics, it seems that if one's off, the other one's on. And yeah, well, it, I mean, Kemba, Kemba was nine of fifteen this game, twenty nine points. He scored eighteen in the first half, like. Uh, there's just too many options and they're really good from everywhere on the field it's like they shot you know 31% from three which isn't their best but Kemba Walker was four of seven for for Toronto to win this series How do they'll they need Kyle, Fred and Siakam to all have good games Simultaneously, same time. Because even in this last game, Siakam only 16 points, pretty, you know, 6 well, of 15. He was, in, he was in foul trouble for most of the game, in fairness, so he couldn't play as many minutes as he would have liked. But really, what I'm saying is that he still got 16 points. He didn't have the, the most efficient of games. But in my point of view, you at least need the two guards to have great games and one other. Yeah. For the Celtics, I can see them kind of having just one of their superstars going off in a game for them to win. But that's why their team is yep. so good. And that's also why they'll match up so well to the Heat. Yeah. Because it's depth. Heat, Heat are doing similar things where they've got one person that has a decent game and then everyone else has like a strong double-digit game. Yeah. I, I think at this point, the way things are going, it looks like the Celtics will come out of the East. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I wouldn't have picked it. I wouldn't have picked it either. But I hate to say it. That's not good for the NBA finals. It's great for the semi, uh, the the conference finals. Yeah, they'll get killed. <laughs> exactly. I I would prefer a Miami Heat. I think Miami Heat versus Clippers would be a very good matchup. Heat won't be able to beat the Celtics. He, I just he, don't see. No, the I don't he won't be able to beat the Celtics, but he would have never been able to beat uh, either of the LA teams. No, and I think that's the issue. The only team I thought could have beat either LA team is the Bucks, and the Bucks look absolutely terrible. The, the Bucks. Well, look, we'll, we'll get to the we'll Bucks. Get to the Bucks. Um, so you're, you're saying in this series, Celtics v Raptors. What? What? what how many games? Um, do you see this going to seven? It's so hard to call with these uh, teams that do have a lot of options. Like the the Raptors, they also have a few players that can have big games. Lowry can, Van Vliet can. Norman Powell can. Powell can also. Um, I, I do think the Celtics win. They, they probably win in five or six games, wow. in my opinion. Wow. Maybe right. six. I think six is the bare minimum. I think it potentially might go to a game seven. I think yeah. Raptors could rally win the next game. Because like when you're, you're riding the momentum of a buzzer beater like that, I think it's True. unlikely they lose the next game. Then it's two all. True. Celtics have the, the series in the bag. Yeah. I mean... They were one play away from yeah. sweeping. One, one mistake can really change the momentum of a whole series. We've seen it so many times before. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've got to say, watching this series, it just shows you how good coaching-wise both these teams yeah. are to have Stevens versus Nick Nurse because, you know, you talked about Mike Budenholzer we spoke about this before the podcast which we'll talk about again you play he played Kyle Lowry 46 minutes 
Yeah. Like, he knew his series season was on the line. He yeah. played his guys. He played Ananobi 45. 45 minutes. Yeah. You're playing your guys. So, what I so think... If you lose that game, I mean, they can t- they can rest when their season's over, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, look, I kind of agree. I think Boston win in seven, but I could see Toronto winning. Yeah. I, like, it, for me, it's still a coin flip. Uh, yeah. I th- yeah. I think that the, the Raptors were lucky to get game three. It probably should be 3-0. and uh, All the games have been close. I don't know. I just think that... The Celtics have so many different ways that they can beat the Raptors. The Raptors have less ways than they can beat the Celtics. And that's what I always say with any of these series, right? Like, any team can always win a series. Mm. It's just how many different ways can each team win? And if you, you know, if we go back to, like, the Nuggets and the Clippers, right? The Nuggets could beat the Clippers, but there's only very specific ways that they could beat them. It's whereas, the Jokic whereas, matchup, yeah, for instance. Yeah, we're Jokic dominating. Um, whereas the Clippers could beat them in a hundred different ways so it's yeah. much more likely that they win and yep. that's, that's what I see with the Celtics right they just I think, have I think it, it, it's that but it's also the momentum game I mm. think Raptors now have the momentum and if it's 2-2 you're, be- you're basically going best of 3 Yeah. and I think in a best of 3 it probably goes to a game 7 if, if the Raptors even it up next game all bets are off yeah. because Tomorrow, they're, they're experienced uh, right. they've got some really savvy veterans like Carl uh, Lowry Marcus Gasol um, obviously they're the, the defending champions so they're, they're, they're kind of they're used to dealing with the pressure a bit more than the Celtics but we'll see and also Celtics are missing Gordon Hayward that's true this is a very Which... obsolete statement but obviously next game is the most important game of the series <laughs> yeah like either they go up 3-1 or it's 2-2 and you start again yeah I mean for Toronto say so game 3 was the most important game of the series because if they lose 3-0 yeah, Toronto... which which is, I think, a great segue to probably the biggest, the biggest disappointment of the NBA playoffs so far. Jesus Christ. Game three is the most important game. If you're up 12 in the fourth quarter, or 11 with 10 minutes to go in the fourth... And you've been the best defensive team in the league all In season. the entire league. Yeah. And then you lose by, what, 12 points? 15. 15 points. That's mm-hmm. a 40 to, like, 13. So mm-hmm. in quarter four, Harry, Milwaukee yeah. scored 13 points in the last quarter, and Miami scored 14. Said that just off the top of my head. <laughs> um, mm. That's The crazy. Milwaukee Bucks. So... Should we talk about the series or just talk about where Giannis is going to go <laughs> and ask to be traded? We'll talk know. about. Let's talk about both. Let's, um, let's talk about both. So I'm a, I am a beleaguered Bucks fan, or more more of a Giannis fan, but uh, yeah, definitely been a Bucks supporter the last few years. Um, where to start with them? Uh, I haven't thought. I've thought they've looked very sloppy on the defensive end since they came into the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty concerned before the playoffs started. They just didn't look very engaged. Um, I think their rotations on shooters have been very slow, just watching all of their games. Um, they've always allowed teams to shoot a lot of threes, um, which is why people think that their defensive system is somewhat gimmicky. Um, and unfortunately for them, in the bubble, shooters have been uh, shooting, shooting it a lot better, right? Yeah. They don't have the distractions, they don't have the noise, they don't but have the But also, lights. Miami has some of the best three-pointers in the entire league. You've got Duncan Robinson, Tyler Harrow. And apparently Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, who <laughs> like, literally a non-factor last year for Utah, has now decided he's a very good yeah. player. It was 5 of 11 from 3. He only took three-pointers in the entire game. But can I say that the biggest problem with this is... That the Heat have out-schemed the Bucks. Yep. Yeah, they have yeah. a scheme that works very well against the Bucks. It has worked well for two years. It's um, the wall. It's the wall. It's the wall. And if your shooters see the wall is a, is a gimmicky defense in itself. You collapse onto Giannis with three people, so he can't spin around his primary defender. Yep. And then he kicks it out. And there will always be an open shooter. And Giannis hits these open shooters consistently because he's a very good player. Mm. 
And if his open shooters don't make their threes, they shot 30% again today. Yep. Um, and I'd love to know how many open threes they had. You're not going to win the game. Miami sells out to stop Giannis. But uh, can, yeah. can I be a fair as well? Giannis for me today, I know he got injured. And I think that probably played a part. Six Zero of first. seven. Yeah, he settled yeah. from three. He settled. why is he taking seven, seven threes? Yeah. I, I think today he was injured. Yeah, I think you could but, see him grimacing the whole game. Yep, yep, I don't want to make excuses for Giannis because I think the the real the really great players do step up in games like this. Um, there was a guy called what's his name Kobe Bryant. That's right. He shot two <laughs> free throws with a with a torn Achilles. So did Clay Thompson. I think Giannis played through an injury the whole uh, game and almost scored a triple double. So I don't want to be too harsh on him. Uh, I think his shot selection wasn't great. It's terrible. He was seven of. But 21. at the same time, like him driving and kicking, which is how the Bucks uh, almost were on a seventy win pace this season. Uh, that'd be working. The whole year, so yeah, but it, it hadn't been working against the Heat. No. They 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 lost the series two one. Yeah, and that comes. So then we come back to my original point, which is the real problem is the lack of adjustments, right? Yeah. And this has been a criticism on Budenholzer since he coached the Hawks. Yeah, he's a very good coach that doesn't make adjustments. He's so, got great plan A. Yeah, no plan B. He's got great plan A, and when a team figures out his plan A, he doesn't. You know, to to see firstly to see the starters all play under forty minutes today is crazy. On what was the most pivotal game yeah, of their season. Yeah, their season is over, right? They're not going to beat the Heat four times in a row. No. So you Ooh. may as well have played the starters. You know, fine, Giannis might, might have been injured. So 35 minutes for a semi-injured player, I don't know. Uh, we can debate the merits of that. But Chris Middleton playing 36 minutes. He should have been... How many minutes did Kyle Lowry play last game? Played 45. 46, yeah. 45, 45 46, 46 minutes. Chris Middleton paid 36 minutes. I'm sorry. I mean, you just leave it all on the court. or you, you, They're going to go home next game or probably the game after. I'm, I'm sorry, but Wes Matthews, for me, is the best defender they have on Jimmy Butler, and he played 21 minutes today. Yeah. He yeah, played 23 minutes. Wes Matthews in... caused a lot of problems against the Lakers as well because he defended LeBron. The, the reason you can't play Wes Matthews' uh, big minutes is because he gives you nothing on offense. But he can shoot yeah, but threes. you don't need it. He can't shoot threes. You don't He's necessarily need to be able to shoot threes. He's Look, been terrible all year. I think also, the first game of this series, you're thinking Jimmy Butler's gone off 40 points, fine. They, they managed to trap Giannis. Fine, that's an anomaly. The second game, the last, that game, or game two, which was also game seven of the Rockets and Thunder, was the most weirdly refereed mm. game mm. I've ever seen. Because you're giving, you're evening it out, like you, a, a foul on Chris Middleton with like, you know, four seconds left. Three, three free throws, which ties the game, which wasn't a foul. And then the final play of the game wasn't a foul on Jimmy Butler. Mm. And then Heat win it. It's just like... It's very deflating. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, if I, if I quickly look at the stats from game three, though, Brooke Lopez, leading scorer for the Bucks, also led the team in minutes. I mean, you're just playing into the Heat's hands. They want everyone who's not Giannis and Chris Middleton to beat them. Yeah. The Heat are very happy to let Bucks role players take as many shots as they want. Now, the Bucks role players have had it really sweet this season because Giannis creates so many open looks and he creates so much chaos on offense mm. that they they just have a lot of easy shots. So. Asking them to step up and take more responsibility in the second round against a very good defense, like, of course, it's going to be in the other team's favor. So, I know, I'm very surprised at this rotation. Um, you know, if I look at it. Damon, uh, look, again, I don't want to blame Giannis for too much, but this is a guy who's averaging 29, 30 points a game mm. during the regular season. Two of the games, one of the ga- in game one, he missed eight free throws. 
mm. scored 18 points. It was a Hakayana situation as well. Yeah, scored, because, scored, eight, yeah. scored 18 points. Today he scored 21. I know he was injured, taking seven threes, and he scored 29. He only hit his average once. That's not what superstars. That's the, it's the, his team. He needs to be averaging 30-plus for them to do anything in this series. Thing is, though, like, Giannis plays the right way. To me, it kind of reminds me of a, a young LeBron where he didn't really have a good team around him in Cleveland when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always used to get criticised because teams would double him, he would make the right pass, and then he, and took then he them would to, lose. But the, no, but then he took them to the finals. Fair enough. Whereas Giannis... Yeah, hasn't he's really been close. No. Oh, well, they're pretty close to the finals uh, against Toronto. I mean, they're up 2-0. Yeah, and then they got absolutely smoked. Yeah. But I, I, honestly, if I'm going to blame anyone, I blame uh, Budenholzer because Giannis mm. is the kind of guy that he's just going to follow the coach's instructions, right? Yeah. And maybe you can say that's on him as well for not taking the game over more himself. Yeah. But he's always been a player that's very happy to do... Like, he plays the right way, right? The system is designed, it's, uh, it works well, so he plays within the system. You could argue Giannis kind of is the system in Milwaukee, but regardless, right? Like if the coach sets something up, mm. he's going to play that way. And maybe as he gets older, he'll learn that he uh, you know, can kind of uh, take it upon himself a little bit more. But that, that, that's his personality, right? So it is so, what it is. So yeah, the question sorry. that stems from this is, do they then blow it up? Because Giannis is realistically going to leave him free agency. He's no. not going to stick in this team. I, no. I don't know if Giannis demands a trade. He's not that kind of person, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, I could be wrong. Yeah, but do they trade him so that they actually get something back from him? Because he's going to walk. In 2021, he's walking. He's probably going to walk. Yeah. Um, so I, why, not, why not trade him, get something back? I, he's at his prime. If I was, if I was them, yeah. and, I, and again, I'm just looking at the team, what the, one of the biggest mistakes they made in the offseason for me was releasing Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, that was silly. I think Brogdon would have been much a better shot, much maker. Better shot maker. I would have let, let go Bledsoe. And I would have kept Brogdon, yeah. personally. Now, I still think point guard is one of their main positions of need. I would trade away Bledsoe and probably maybe even get a Chris The Paul. thing is... I don't yeah. know, but they need a better facilitator. They need a closer. To... Exactly. They need someone exactly. who has advanced shot-making ability. The, the problem with Giannis is he doesn't have a lot of counters. He's like... His, his first moves, his spin moves and his drives, uh, when he gets downhill, it's impossible to stop. So he hasn't really needed counters. Now, when he gets to the playoffs and against certain teams like the Raptors or the Heat or the, you know, the savvy defensive teams, uh, if you stop him getting to those primary moves, he needs a counter. Because he's he not needs, a good shooter. I think Giannis needs a floater way more than he needs a three-pointer. Mm. Yeah. So... Yeah, so Harry go. Well, I also think we're not giving enough credit to Eric Spolstra and, yeah. and the Heat team. I mean... I know this is this is varying a little bit, and we can get back to if we think Giannis is going to walk. But I think in my head, what I'm really thinking is Philadelphia 76ers have really stuffed this one up. Jimmy Butler is the type of player you want in a championship team. The thing is, Philly has. I I don't want to talk about Philly very much. No, even though I mean they got Philly is an interesting one if we want to talk about what they do. But the problem with no, Philly to not, me is... Not today. We don't have a full segment just the, on the, Philly. No. Do, do you know why a team like the Celtics gels so well? Is players are versatile. They're modern-day players, right? They can fill They're a variety of roles. Young players. They're young, but do you, do you know why the Celtics are so good? Almost all of their players are just as effective off the ball as yeah. they are on the yeah. ball. Now we look at Philly, you have Ben Simmons, who is pretty useless on offense unless he's got the ball in his hands. Mm. You have Joel Embiid, who drains the shot clock in his post-ups. Um, or tries to fake out a three-pointer and draw a foul. You know, like, these are very good players, but they can only play in specific ways. So Mm. then if you put a whole group of players like that together... Which is what they've done. Which is what they've done. 
and then expect the players to adapt and adjust and mm. to kind of concede parts of their game and then you're surprised when it doesn't work. Yeah, look, the point I was trying to make <laughs> is just that Jimmy Butler is fantastic and I, I yeah. really see him being the face of a franchise in the, in the leader, but he's not their best player. That's what, that's what I think should be his role. He, you know, we talk about Chris Paul. He's okay, so he's the closer. He's a closer. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, in Philly, no, and, and in Philly, when he did that role there, which is why it was shocking to me that they let him go and kept yeah. Tobias Harris, yeah. they didn't have a closer other than Jimmy. But that's, that's why I'm Jimmy. saying that like Philly could have worked with Jimmy because he wasn't the best player on the team. Embiid's the best player. Simmons is the second best player. Then it's Jimmy. But Jimmy's the leader of the team. Yeah. They didn't let yeah. him lead. And I think yeah. I, I'm so happy he's on the Heat. And I'm happy that Heat is having the success. I still think they lose to either Toronto or, mm. or Celtics. But it's just going to show like what a baller Jimmy Butler is. But can I also give credit to... I want to give credit to Spolstra. I want to give credit to Pat Riley. Because this mm. is a team that never tanked. They yeah. haven't tanked. No. What they've done is their draft picks, if we look at their draft picks, and they're undrafted Hero, Hero, and they're getting Kendrick Duncan Nunn. Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, undrafted. Like, and then the trade swinging for a Jay Crowder and an Iguodala. Who are perfect fits. Perfect I, I mean, like... Yeah. I also think the Bucks are making them look very good. Yeah. I, yeah. I think okay. next series, they're probably going to have a very tough time. Yeah. I, I, I would say this, though. One thing with Giannis, right, before we move on um, to, to the, the Lakers... Um, if you think about the old Lakers teams, right, the, the Kobe and Shaq teams, Shaq was the best player in those teams for years, but he wasn't the closer. Mm-mm. He was never the closer. No. So potentially, I think if Giannis is going to win a chip, he needs to play with uh, an advanced shot creator, someone who's either a very good shooter or like a Jimmy Butler where he can kind of, you know, just create his own offense. He needs Chris Paul. Chris <laughs> Paul's an option. Chris Paul's an option. Only thing I'll say about Chris Paul is he's old, and he's injury prone, and his contract is awful. I mean, but he wasn't injury prone this season, essentially. But if you're going to also lose Giannis in a year's time, you I may as well go. You may as well go all in and have one season. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I agree in that sense. Yeah. If the Bucks can get convince Giannis to give them one more season, and they can try and get Chris Paul, the Thunder are probably happy to get out of Chris Paul's contract. Yeah, They're absolutely. not going to win with Chris Paul, yeah. whereas the Bucks just might. I really wanted them to win against Houston. I just wanted Chris Paul to be like, hey, guys, this is like... Watching that series, I was like, Chris Paul has been shot on way too much mm, like if, for if, what he is. If I'm the Barks, you give up Bledsoe... Whoever else. Whoever, Divincenzo. Literally everyone. I'm pretty sure no, the, Thunder, the Thunder would be pretty happy to get out of Chris Paul's contract. Absolutely, and you give him so, a first-round yeah. pick, maybe... They don't have many of theirs. Exactly. But... Yeah, you need to do something. I think you can. I've seen a lot of those uh, mock trades floating around. I'm pretty sure they could get it done if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens in the off season. It should be very interesting because I think the Bucks off season is coming pretty so, shortly to your coming to a theatre near you. To a theatre near you <laughs> and sooner um, than we thought. Yeah, sooner than we thought. Uh, another surprise today. Not that much of a surprise for me. The Lakers lost. Wow, what a surprise. Lakers got essentially blown out by the Rockets, who had very similar rebounds to them. They had 41 and 41, exact Mm. same rebounding. Mm. You are never going to win a game against the Rockets as the Lakers if you're rebounding equal to them. You've got to dominate the boards. And you know, like, Rockets didn't even play that well. They just went on a spurt in the fourth quarter and really blew open the lead. Mm. Um, LeBron didn't really step up. He was furious by the end of it. But, like, AD and LeBron played fine. AD was 10 of 16, 25 points. LeBron was 7 of 15, 20 points. The issue for the Lakers, which has always been the issue, is who is their third scorer? Who is the person they can go to when AD and LeBron are resting or they need to, they, you know, they're defended well enough that they can actually do anything? 
Kuzma was meant to be that person. He played 28 minutes and scored eight points. He was minus 21. Yeah. Like, I it's, just... Yeah. The Lakers... They, they've had that problem all year, though. They have. And against um, Portland, they figured it out. And they figured it out because LeBron and AD went crazy. I think the yeah. only way that they lose this series, and they shouldn't lose this series, the only way they lose this series is if LeBron and AD don't put up 30 individually each game. You know when we said that Portland was a bad matchup? I still come to this and I say, who defends Harden? Who defends Ross? It's a terrible matchup. But it's a bad matchup on both sides, Correct. right? Correct. You have no one to defend uh, AD. AD. The thing is, AD needs to be hyper-aggressive for the yes. rest of the season. He needs to live in the paint. He needs to be getting every uh, offensive rebound that comes anywhere near him. Um, they're going to try and gang rebound, him, uh, gang rebound against him. They're going to try and swarm him on defense. Uh, he needs to live at the foul line. He needs to play physical. Yep. He's, you know, he has the potential to really dominate this series. Yeah. And I thought uh, today he looked good, but he wasn't nearly aggressive enough. I think this is where Frank Vogel will have to earn his money. Yeah. Because we lost against them in February. Mm. We were at that game, Will. Yep. And, so same, we, same and I said... They actually work well against us because we, we're not adapting. We're not using no. our bigs well enough. Mm. Um, and it's really going to frustrate me if in next game Frank Vogel doesn't make adjustments mm. that we can actually open up the paint some more and, and you know have those drives that we're good at. For me, it's shocking that Dwight Howard got 11 minutes in this game, that JaVale McGee got 12 minutes, and yet you saw someone like Dion Waiters get five and someone like Markeith Morrison get nine. Like but for what, me, Dwight... Let's, let's ask, what did Rajon Rondo get today? But Rajon Rondo <laughs> got 20. 24 25, minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah. So Frank Vogel's always had this strange affinity for Rondo uh, that it doesn't seem to be well earned. It's also his first game back since March. I know, I just his don't know how you can play a guy game. You don't 25, pay 25 minutes. minutes. Yeah. I think this is exactly what happened last time we played Houston. We played, you know, 10 minutes from Howard, 10 minutes from JaVale McGee because, like, you can't really play because who do they defend? The Lakers, the Lakers have no guards. The Lakers have no guards. No, they don't. <laughs> this is why they need Avery Bradley. <laughs> no, but Avery Bradley, Bradley actually makes a difference. Done. He makes a big difference. I, I think I, I will make one statement about the Rockets, right? And I've never been a fan of the Rockets. At least the Rockets know who they are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're going to live and die by they, this they, system. They live and die by their system every year. They come up short every year. One of these years, maybe their system carries them. But it's not going to be this let's, year. Let, let's, like, be honest. Let's, let's be honest. Even if they beat the Lakers, they, do they beat the Clippers? No. no. They get monstered by the Clippers. I still think the Lakers will probably win this, but probably six games, yeah. pushing on a seventh. If it's a seventh, I would actually bet on Houston. My, I, think, I think Lakers win in six still. I agree. I, I think Lakers win in five or six. I think uh, they'll make one or two key adjustments. Houston probably... D'Antoni is, is pretty much the same as Budenholzer in that sense. Like They, they have very good offensive schemes, uh, but they, they're both notorious for not adjusting. So I just think... He won't adjust. Again, it comes adjust. down to like the Lakers have many different ways they can win the series. I just don't see... Houston has a very narrow window to try and beat the Lakers. Yeah, and they, they did it today with a run behind Eric Gordon. They, had to, win, they had to win this game. I've got to say, Houston had to yeah. win this game because you need to take advantage of a game where James Harden goes 12 of 20. Yeah. yeah, and also like, Eric Gordon was 23 points. When was the last time he scored 23 points? And, no. and to be honest, without an Eric Gordon doing that, it was really James and Ross and no one else, because yeah. other than Eric, obviously. But I'm saying that if, if those two go off, they have to win, yeah. because... That's yeah. true. I, I just, like, for, the Rockets went 14-0 run against the Lakers. You can't have that. No. 
LeBron literally sat away from the team at the nine minute mark. He was done for the game. Like Le- LeBron has this bad habit in game ones of series where he tries to feel out the other team. Yep. He's not aggressive. He kind of sits back. He lets the game come to him. It's almost right. like he's, you know, he's he's just patiently analyzing things. But I mean, you know. If he was just aggressive from the beginning, I don't really think the Rockets have anyone to guard LeBron. You could argue Covington can slow him down, but he's not. I don't think he's physical enough. And they play Covington 40 minutes, he's going to be wrecked. But if it's a seven-game series, Covington's going to be exhausted. And I mean, they've, already gone, they've already gone to a basically a three-eight-man rotation. Yeah. They've, they've gone back Whereas to Lakers that. have not. That's Dan Tony's style, though. He plays a short rotation, heavy minutes for his stars. Um, I'm just happy that Malcolm Fraser... Got some minutes. <laughs> that, uh, Michael Fraser, rather. Not even Malcolm Fraser. So I thought you were going to be really happy that Jared Dudley got some minutes. Uh, I hate Jared Dudley. Are yeah, you still, still in the league? Yeah, I yeah. think if Lakers... If, if Lakers go down 0-2, do you think they come back and win the series still in seven? I, think, I still yes. think Lakers win six. Yeah. I, still I think if, if Lakers... Um, if Lakers go down 0-2, they probably win in seven. And if they even it up 1-1, I could see them winning in five or six. I, I think it's going to be the matchup we all think. I just think Houston has made it a bit more interesting, but I just, I can't. Yeah, it's, I, it's, think, it's, I think it's actually better for the Lakers that they've got this tough matchup and then Clippers. Clippers will be resting while there's time off, and I think resting is not good in the bubble. You need that momentum yeah. to push you through. Which is why I think Clippers look so good against the Nuggets, because yeah. t- take, Mavs taking them to six is actually quite good yeah, for it Clippers. Is good. So the, the, the Rockets have this habit, right? When their threes are falling, they look like one of the best teams in the league. Mm. When they're not, they, they look like they couldn't beat anyone in the They playoffs. didn't shoot that well from three. They were only 35%. 30, yeah, 35, 36, 36, but that's kind of their average, right? They yeah. take a lot of threes. I'm saying a game where they have like a 28, 27% kind of three-point shooting night, and they do have those games, mm. they'll get blown out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I am the most pessimistic Lakers fan out there because I've been heartbroken <laughs> too many times ever since the like 20, 2012 playoffs. Actually, it started in 2011, really, that I am always unsure, but we would, like Kobe is different, mm. obviously, but LeBron in the playoffs is something else. Yeah. Um, so we're thinking Lakers, Clippers in the West. Yeah. And we're thinking Heat, Celtics. Yeah. Which is yeah. a surprise. I thought it was going to be Raptors and Bucks, but... I thought it was going to be Raptors, Bucks as well. Um, just really quickly, we have had some awards just to finish off with this. Uh, we had Six Man of the Year and also Rookie of the Year yesterday. Ja Morant, no surprise. He was a bit upset that he wasn't unanimous. One person, for some reason, voted for Zion Williamson. There's always yeah. one. There's always <laughs> I, I like Ja, though. It's like, that motivates me to be better. But if anyone can let me know who that guy <laughs> yeah. is, I want to know who it is. There's Which always is just one. Ridiculous. That's why I was surprised when Kyrie won his unanimous MVP because there is always one guy that just wants to do it uh, to be different. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Um, it was probably... I'm not going to name names because uh, I don't know any people in the media industry realistically. It was Ramona Shelbourne. Uh, it's definitely Ramona. Um, <laughs> and then today, this one everyone was a bit unsure about which was sixth man of the year and then 58 first place votes goes to Montrez Harrell. Well deserved. 19 uh, points a game in the regular season, I think. But does he deserve it over Dennis Schroeder? Because Schroeder actually made a good point. Mm. It's sixth man of the year, not shared sixth man of the year. So the fact that mm. Montrez and Lou Williams were both nominated for sixth man of the year actually meant that Dennis Schroeder should have won it. He's been much better in the playoffs than Montrez, but I think in the regular season, uh, Montrez was very good. 
I think also we all have goldfish memories, realistically. Yeah. Like, I look at Montrez and the Williams now, they haven't been that incredible. No. Whereas Dennis Schroeder was a very important player in his team. I think Lou won it last year. Montrez was great last year as well. I'm happy for Montrez yeah, to win it. I think it's well deserved. Uh, I think I don't think there's been any real surprises. I thought Giannis should have won. Nick Nurse, coach of the year. As coach of the year, yeah. That's and also, also Brandon yeah. Ingram. That's probably a I mean, mean, they lost Kawhi. And still losing Kawhi and to yeah have the record no, that they, they definitely have. definitely deserved it. I mean. I- who, who do you think deserves it more? Frank, Frank Vogel would have been up there. Oh, get out of here. Frank Vogel did nothing all year. I think Nick, Nick the Nurse team. has had the least to work with out of those top teams. Yeah. And he's, I mean, putting uh, Siakam into that uh, lead scorer role, he's, look, Nick Nurse is, to me, Nick Nurse is one of the three best coaches in the league. He's yes. very, very yeah, smart. Yeah, absolutely. It's what Will said earlier. Like, the East, at the moment, you're, watch, you're watching the games to see the coaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, besides Budenhoser, the other three coaches... It's, uh, a, it's a fantastic. Shame. Whereas in the West, you're not really waiting to see what Frank Vogel or Doc Rivers does or no. Mike D'Antoni. I will, I will say something about LeBron teams, which is that they're not that coachable. I mean, LeBron. Kind no, he of, coaches, which he is coaches. fine. That's what we need in this series. It's more ego management and motivation. Which like, is why Ty LeBron just takes over. Yeah. yeah. Stephen O wants to know why Ty Lue hasn't got another gig. The reason is I don't rate him as a coach. He's a man manager. That's it. Yeah. Who is he? He was uh, rumored to go to. He was rumored to go to Nets, which I wanted oh. to mention. Right. Quickly, yes, yes. we've got to speak Thoughts. about this. Thoughts on Steve we also about the NBA draft. There's a lot. There's a lot to come. Oh, we'll cover that <laughs> probably close to the draft. I think we should do that yeah, when we it's got, draft. We got time we got that. Time. So Steve Nash, uh, the former Lakers superstar, of course, everyone knows him from his Lakers day, right? Mm. Um, didn't really want the role and has been working with Golden State, of course, in their championship run. Worked with KD quite closely. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said it was an instance of white privilege. I wouldn't go that far. Doesn't really Seems make like a silly comment. So yeah, it was. I it was like a comment. That. It was a comment. Did, did um, Stephen A. want the gig? I, I don't know. <laughs> but he, you know, what we mentioned he mentioned Mark Jackson. Yeah, he mentioned Tyloo. Tyloo, and I think he mentioned Jacques Vaughn. Yes, he did. Um, I look. I don't know how Steve Nash is going to go. I think that team. I think you said it best, Damon. They're set to be a bust. They're, the yeah. personalities. I just feel like Steve Nash is, like, by far... Like, I was so happy when he came to the Lakers. He's, like, the zen sensei that will mm. solve everything. Mm. But you've got Kyrie. Kyrie's one of the most overplay- overrated players in the league. He's yeah. also the biggest baby in the entire... Mm-hmm. He's a locker room yeah. cancer, and he has been pretty much his whole career. So At you least just someone backs to man- it up. Well, exactly. Yeah, you need someone but to manage that, but have, you Steve Nash no the guy? You have no idea what you're getting out of KD next season. I yeah. couldn't possibly tell you how good... Kevin Durant's going to be no. after missing this much time and coming off that significant mm. of an injury. That's true. But all this all this signing does show to me is that they've kept Jacques Vaughan there for the tactics. They've got Steve Nash to man-manage. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and look, like, Katie loves Steve Nash. He got his man. Um, I, I just... Look, the, the Nets, to me, have the widest range of outcomes next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could be the team that everyone thinks that they might be, which is, uh, you know, the two-man game of Kyrie and Kevin Durant complementing itself... With Karras and... With, with Karras and, and with Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, like, it has the potential to be a very good team, but at the same time, Kyrie has pissed off the whole Nets team. Mm. Kevin Durant may be a shell of his former self. Yeah. Um, also, they need at least four months to figure out 
who's actually playing on that team and they'll probably trade people in February. I think they're going to try and get a third start. Yeah. I, I think they're going to try and get Bill. They're going to go hard after Bill. Which I think is a very bad play. I think it's a bad... I think what we're seeing in these playoffs is the, the deepest teams are the most threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... You need two superstars yeah. and then everyone has to be exactly. middle level. Yeah. I would rather have two superstars and a good supporting cast than the three superstars. Look, like the Warriors were an exception um, just because like their superstars were so good yes. and they mm-hmm. fit together so well. But, but they also were drafted there. It's not as though they've acquired yeah, them. Yeah, they drafted they, most of their talent. And they also had four superstars. But yeah. Draymond. Ah, Draymond, my boy. Um, we didn't actually answer the question, where's Giannis going to go? It's got to be Golden State or Miami. Golden State is the... <laughs> they're not going to trade him to Miami. No. They're not going to trade him to no, any no, of free the East agency, teams. Free agency. Free agency. If, if he in free agency, no, I think really I think go to the gets, team that beat him? I think he goes to Golden State next year, probably in February. No. No. You don't think? No. Oh, that would be bad. so bad they for will, the league. They will never... <laughs> yeah, be terrible. They, they would rather him leave on a free than yeah. let him go. I think they, they will run it back. I don't think they'll ever trade him. Correct. I don't they think will never trade him, him unless he's literally like, I'm not reaching But why? If why, he, why if he do that? a trade, they'll trade him. If not, I promise you they'll, they'll do... So, what is more likely is they get someone like a Chris Paul and they have one more shot. Correct. Yeah, but why do that when you see what happened with Zion Williamson and the Pels? Because of that trade... AD, you mean? Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying because they got... But AD wanted out. Zion, uh, uh, I, I think Giannis. Who knows? Who knows what Giannis I, will I say think after it, this? It depends what Giannis says to them. Yeah, I think if Giannis tells, it them, won't be public. It'll be like a, a no. Behind closed, I think yeah. Giannis will do the right thing either way. He'll either give them a lot of notice to say I want to be traded, By or February. in my opinion, more likely he'll 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 dig in his heels and I, and say I want one more shot at this. And and I think they'll get one more shot if they do poorly. He'll probably leave in free agency, but they'll get a shot at re-signing. They'll do poorly. I think maybe Harry. because because Giannis does love Milwaukee, maybe he allows them to do a sign and trade similar to KD and yeah. Warriors, where you know there's a lot of goodwill there. Um, they have tried their best with him. Uh, I think actually the Bucks uh, organization has done really well by Giannis. I think they've given him a complimentary team. Like obviously this Heat series is a really bad look, but I think. Bruno's is a good coach. He just seems to flame out in the playoffs. Yeah. I, th- I think for the most part, right, you can't say that the Bucks are like the Pelicans where AD never had a good team around no. him. No, it's completely different. I think it's very but, different. Yeah. But he's still never made conference finals. And I think no, that's and a, some of that's, that's on him. Thing. Some of that's on yeah, him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's grown so much each year. Look, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. We've got... I, realistically, we've got Lakers versus Clippers and mm. Celtics versus uh, the Heat... Let's find as out. Our, as our matchups in a couple of weeks. Or will this be the Bucks to be the first team in history to win 4 3? I, I mean, will, if there was any team to you, do it. I will take you two out for a beautiful steak dinner if that happens. Can we, can we note that down? We are noting that down. The that time down is 3 38 on Saturday afternoon, the 5th of September. Damon will be taking Will, will and I, Yavitz, and Harry Rutner out for a lovely meal. I like that. All right. Thanks, Thank you. guys. And we'll see you in two weeks. Did you call back?